0: Welcome to the First Love Church. We invite you to personally discover the life-changing impact of the Word of God as you listen to this message by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi serves as a bishop in Lighthouse Chapel International, a denomination founded by Bishop Dacuwood Mills with over 1,500 branches worldwide. Bishop Richard currently passes the London branch of the First Love Church, a vibrant campus ministry with young, energetic people full of first love for the Lord. We believe this message will give you hope, light, and love to strengthen you in your Christian walk. Now listen to Bishop Richard.
1: Do you guys like testimonies? Yeah. Do you love testimonies? Testimony to read to you today. I believe that we'll all be blessed. Amen. For more than a month my knee was hurting. It was not swollen or anything, but even when I went to the doctor, he was confused. He gave me a cream and some. <laughs> oh forgive. It's somebody's testimony, guys. Allow. Okay. He gave me some cream and some painkillers, so the pain reduced, but certain movements were still painful. The pain was very sharp, and I had never felt such pain before. So I made up my mind that this pain was going to be there for a while. However, as we took the communion on the Saturday of gathering service, I realized that my knee felt different to the glory of God I can say that since the communion my knee is free from any pain God richly bless you Bishop Richard amen powerful testimony do you guys want more testimonies all right then I want you to put your hands together for our brother Angela
2: to anything I want you to me so everything I am to
3: you. Hello guys, um, my name is Anjola, I'm a member of the media team. My testimony is about how the Lord healed me of severe pain and also took away my emotional burden. It started um, exactly a year ago actually, so that was around July last year, um, I lost my mother um, she passed away due to a terminal illness. Um, it was a very difficult period at the time. It was something I struggled to deal with. I tried my best to do several things. I spoke to people. I spoke to leaders. I spoke to pastors. I tried my best just because I felt isolated. I felt the best thing to do would be to communicate as much as possible. However, it's still, I still felt, I, I felt, quite, I, I felt isolated. I felt quiet. I felt like things were very difficult at the time. Whatever I did, it wasn't working. After, after all the difficulty, after, you know, trying whatever it was at the time, I decided, okay, you know what, yeah, maybe it's better just to give up. I was telling myself I'm giving it to God, but really, I just felt like I had no strength. There was nothing to do anymore. It was very difficult after then. I think after that particular decision, things actually got worse because that was when situations actually showed that she was gone. So with regards to finances, with regards to the house, with regards to my siblings, things got much more difficult. Everything was just affecting us. There was just that sign that there was a void that had been left, especially because spiritually she was, I'll say she held a very serious position in the family. And it's difficult to actually convey this, but at that period in time, it was just, everything was down, all ups was down. It affects me physically as well. I had chest pains, I had pains in my head as well, and this will happen from time to time. And, you know, there was just this period where I just didn't know what to do. However, the, the main point, and I'll say the main point because this is when everything changed. That was last Saturday at the gathering service. There was just that. I didn't know how to explain to you, but I felt like something was coming along. But I just opened myself up anyway. And then the moment came when Bishop specifically spoke about individuals going through a negative cycle. He mentioned the cycle, and that resonated within me because I thought, yes, this is me. This is my family. This are my brother's. This is my dad, is in the, he was in the hospital at the time as well, he had chest pains. After 35 years, you lose your wife, it doesn't make sense. So I thought, oh, yes, God, this is me. I ran out right then, I told God, okay, here, I, here right now, I'm actually going to receive this exactly as it's coming to me. And Bishop Lett, um, prophesied not too long after, he was using Isaiah 61-7, and he was mentioning exactly that, instead of the shame, instead of the sorrows, instead of the tribulation, tribulation sorry, you will rejoice in your inheritance. And I took it right there, right then. I just said, God, exactly now. This is it. I want it. I received it from Bishop. And I told you immediately, immediately, I stepped into my car. I felt, number one, the pain was gone. I came with the pain. I pained with the chest. and the head, it was gone. And significantly, that moment, it was just like everything just changed. I can't explain it to you because it's more of inside there. And it was just that, it was like, okay, you know what, actually, this is, this painful. This is terrible. However, what can you do with it? It's like step up to the plate. This is the time to actually work. I use it as a sign of motivation. And then at that point in time, my little brother based in the University of Birmingham, he called me and he just told me, do you know what? I actually think like we should actually use this thing to glorify God. We should use this as a sign of motivation to actually glorify God. And I said, this is exactly what I'm feeling right now. This is exactly how it's coming to me. And right then I was just like, God, this is amazing. And everything just feels different. Up until today, the pain, chest, head, nothing. Absolutely nothing. And yeah, I would just like to thank Bishop Richard. It has just been so amazing. Ever since I was part of a different church, but ever since I stepped into this church, I mean it. Personally, I've received personally time and time again. And this is something that has just forever changed my life. And I encourage each and everyone just to tap into the anointing, tap into the prophecy, Tap into the blessings. It's going to happen whether we like it or not, whether we want to receive it or not. It's coming. So, Amen. That's it. God bless you. Thank you.
1: I'll put your hands together for a powerful testimony. Do you want to hear more testimonies? All right. Then please make some noise for our sister Pamela.
3: Blessing me, all my friends <laughs> my family They give up for me, you gave me a chance Now they are blessing me
0: Hi guys, my name is Pamela I'm from the Dance Sisters. <laughs> I actually have So many testimonies from God But today I'm going to give you guys Two <laughs> Um, my first testimony, I graduated two years ago with a law degree, but never really managed to get a job in law related to the course I've studied. And uh, it was really bothering me. I applied to several places. I've got rejection after rejection. When you've got so many rejections... It just pulls a toll on you. However, um, I still had a part-time job that was helping me financially and also helping me fund um, my legal practice course, which I'm currently studying. Um, however, I needed a stable job, something secure, and I was worried about this. And I prayed, about, I prayed on it, and then I listened to um, Bishop Richard's preaching on how to pray and prayer mistakes. And this was when I realized that I was actually making one of the mistakes that Bishop Richard mentioned, which was um, not being persistent in our prayers. I I realized that I was praying, but like from time to time, I would stop praying about the job. But then I started being persistent in my prayers. And I saw the results and I actually got an offer from the Royal Court of Justice. And... (laughs) I I was shocked because I never expected to get such. It was more (laughs) than. And it was so amazing that usually they need two documents from you to start work. However, they made an exception for me to start with just one document. (laughs) And this could have been only God by the grace of God only God, only him could have done this for me and I started work three weeks ago at the Royal Court of Justice (laughs) my second testimony is about how God helped me pass my exams previously I mentioned I'm currently studying my legal practice course and one of the models is tax calculations That is one of my weaknesses. We have inheritance tax, income tax, corporation tax, all sorts of tax calculations. (laughs) I was wondering, like, am I not studying law? Why do we have calculations? (laughs) It was so bad that I failed it two times. I remember coming to Elfie and Elfie Lisa because I was so worried about it and I was so scared because you only have three chances to pass it and that was on my third attempt. (laughs) And then I remembered what Bishop Richard preached that the last time you failed is the last time you shall ever fail. (laughs) I received this prayer and I prayed on it The last time I failed this exam, I got 35%. When I passed it, I got 75%. I got distinction. I could not believe it. I remember I was at work. I was so scared to actually check my results. When When I finally checked, I was like... I started crying. I remember I tested LP more. I was crying. I was like, I cannot believe it. Like from 35 to 75, it doesn't make sense, but it's (laughs) God. We are actually truly blessed by God through Bishop Richard. Like I can't, you guys don't know. Like just listen to Bishop Richard's preaching. It is very important. Take it seriously every, every prophecy that he gives and pray on it and trust me, the prophecy you believe in is the prophecy that practically happened for you. <laughs> Thank
1: you guys. Give the Lord a shout for a powerful testimony. Wow. From 35% to 75%. It's only God. It's only God. Amen. All right. Are you guys ready for what's coming next? Oh, are you ready for what's coming next? All right. Then make some noise for the greater love choir. say beautiful. Beautiful. All right. So I want you to please put your hands together as we welcome. Selah.
2: Sunday morning You see I wasn't Born again I never read my Bible And I never ever prayed at all But I was saved on a Sunday Mm -hmm. That's why I read That's why I really, I really love Sunday morning, Sunday morning is the time I'm gonna work for God, invitation, visitation. for Jesus, yeah, I am living for Him, yeah, that's why I really, I really like Sunday morning, Sunday morning, I go witnessing, I go preaching. I think about others who have never ever heard of Jesus. Yeah, I am winning souls for Jesus. Oh, oh, oh. that's why I really. Sunday morning yeah. That's why I really I really like Sunday morning I want to be strong So strong I want to be the word of God in your life every day. When you come into the house of God get ready to receive the word of God, oh yeah, open your hearts, and take it all in, decide to be a fertile ground, receiving the word, that's the only way. By a girl with a bad attitude Nothing that the preacher said Touched her heart that day She was on her phone Throughout the preaching Chatting with her friends Instead of listening to the word She didn't understand anything that day. That's when I knew the seed had fallen on the wayside. I don't want to be a wayside ground. I don't want to be a thorn Back of the church Right beside a man Who had a stony heart He was not interested With the word of God He would not smile He would not laugh He would not even say amen He showed no sign Of being moved by the word That's when I knew I was sitting by a stony ground But I don't want to be Three young men in the church Nothing that the preacher said Touched their heart that day They had something bad To say about everything They said the preacher didn't know the word His message did not make sense They criticized him Throughout the preaching as when I knew I was sitting by a thorny ground But I don't want to be a wayside ground I don't want to be a thorny comes to you each and every day. What kind of heart do you have to receive the word of God? Are you a stony ground, a thorny ground, or a wayside ground? I know you will be a good ground and bring forth fruits a hundredfold. I don't wanna be a wayside ground. I don't wanna. wood and build the house of God I will take pleasure I'll be glorified in it this is my will for you oh child I will build my house upon this rock the gates of hell shall not prevail against it no I will give you the of the kingdom of heaven and what you find on earth is bound in heaven will you build my church will you build my house will you be like Nehemiah and build the house of God I will build your church hey, I will build your house I'll be like Nehemiah I'll build the house of God for much but getting so very little. You sow so much but get so little. Because of my house that lieth in waste, you dwell in your own house, but my house is not built. This is the time to build my house. Oh. you the keys of the kingdom of heaven and what you find on earth is found in heaven will you build my church will you build my house will you be like i Say real will be felt in your heart. What you find on earth is bound in heaven Will you build my church, will you build my house Will you be like Nehemiah and build a house of God Say I will build your church, I will build your house, I will be like building, 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 build the house of God. Building, 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 build the church of God, yeah. Like Ezra, Nehemiah, and in the days of Zechariah. And just like in first love, we'll be building the house. Building, 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 build the house of God. Building, 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 build the church of God, yeah, like Ezra, Nehemiah, and in the days of Zechariah, and just like in first love, we'll be building the house, building, 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 build the house of God, sing with me, come on, building, 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 build the church of God. Ezra, Nehemiah, and in the days of Zechariah, and just like in first love, we'll be building the house, come on, building, 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 build that house of God, we're gonna build, building, 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 build that church of God, yeah. Like Ezra, Nehemiah, and in the days of Zechariah And just like in first love, we'll be building the house I said,
1: Wow! Are you guys ready for what's coming next? If you're not already on your feet, I think you should stand up because what's coming next is about to change your life. Amen? So if you're excited,
4: One, two and one, two, okay, hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Let us pray, Father. We want to thank you for this great blessing and great privilege to be in your house and to be in your holy presence. Thank you for this blessed atmosphere, Lord. Of your sweet Holy Spirit Let your will be done, Lord Let your kingdom of power prevail and rule and reign in this atmosphere, Lord Thank you, Father, that you shall bless us You will teach us You will heal us You will instruct us and guide us By your Holy Spirit As we hear your word today, Lord Thank you, Father, for the blessing of coming together In Jesus' name, I have prayed with thanksgiving and everybody shouted, Amen. 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 I think your Amen can be better. I think your Amen can be crazier. Fantastical. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Yes. 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 Hallelujah. Yes. Well, you're blessed and welcome to church. You're happy to be in church? Yes. Turn your Bibles to Romans chapter twelve. It's a blessing to be in church, isn't it? Yes. And We'll be sharing on, what are we talking about? What's our title? How you can be in the perfect will of God. The perfect, how many of you like to be the perfect will of God? Perfect will of God. Perfect will of God. How many of you you don't want to be? How many of you don't care? Okay. So we like to be in the perfect will of God. There is something called the will of God, and what is important for your Christian life and your Christian walk. And it is worth pursuing the will of God. Um, outside of the will of God, it's um, an unfortunate place to be. So you have to guide yourself, pray for yourself desire to be in the perfect will of God. Accept nothing for yourself than the perfect will of God. Don't go for the imperfect or permissive or outside of the perfect will of God. Go for the perfect will of God. So the scripture says that I beseech you therefore brethren by the message of God that you present your bodies holy and acceptable unto God, isn't it? your body is a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Hallelujah. Um, I think my sound is not the best, isn't it? Sounds a bit of an echo. Um, and verse two says that, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Don't you want the perfect will of God? So in your quest, your journey for the perfect will of God, there are some things that we are learning. You know, Knowing what somebody wants is to know what he's saying, isn't it? To know what he's saying. So it's like it's like in a sense we're also talking about knowing, hearing, and obeying the voice of God. The voice of God. You have you know, to hear the voice of God to know what God is saying and how 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 God will speak to you. You have to know how God will speak to you and what God will say to you. And what God is even saying in your life. You know, um, the, the scriptures gives, gives us different instances that God speaks to someone or God gives someone an instruction or some sort of direction. Uh, one, of, one, of the, one of the classic ones is um, the writer of Proverbs, Solomon, who was saying that he was, he was walking by someone's garden. He was walking by someone's garden. uh, In front of somebody's house. And there was a garden in front of the house. So. He saw. In front of that house. A broken wall. And then he saw. A garden that has not been taken care of. He was on his way to catch a train. But. But. Suddenly he says that, and I received instruction, and I received the instruction. A little sleep, a little slumber, so shall your poverty come. He just—it's like, it's like maybe 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 you could be you could be um you could be you could even be in church, or you would be on the train or on the bus, and maybe you see someone's hair, Unkept. He see instead of. Instead of just allowing yourself to criticize, oh, this lady she needs a salon, this lady needs a hairdresser, this lady needs this, this lady needs that. Rather, maybe, I'm not saying that every time, but maybe you will discover that God could be telling you something. That a little sleep, a little slumber. It's like, it's like laziness. You see, he received, he received, if you like, uh, an instruction regarding and concerning poverty and prosperity. It's like how to do well in this life. That is like lazy people don't do well. Lazy. And that is, that is just by noticing someone's hair on the train. He was walking by someone's garden. He saw a wall broken, garden not looked after. He said, "This, this how it is how This, this how your life becomes bizarre, chaotic, confusing when you are lazy and you are not hard working. This is what happens to you." And he received this. So, so there are different ways that God will speak to you, and you have to be, you have to be ready and to even know that God speaks and God is speaking in this way so you can stay in his perfect will in his perfect will you see there are people who speak they give maybe maybe they they, they will give clear instructions and there are other people who also don't say much or sometimes let I me mean, know if they even different types of people there could be one person the same person the person may say something very clearly and then and then there could be other people uh, not the same person who on some in some instances wouldn't say very clearly, but you can tell from his body language, from whatever that I don't, I don't approve of this or I don't want this. At other times he may speak. Other times he may not say anything. Just his, just his silence could be enough. You could be with someone, you are chatting with a person, chatting on different topics, different things and you realize that you bring one topic up and the person is not saying anything. What it means is change the topic. Change the topic. I have nothing to say about this thing. And I don't want to be dragged into this discussion. So change it. If, if you know the person and you are sensitive to the, the, whatever the person prefers, you, see that you change the topic immediately. You will know what the person is saying. So you, you have to, you have to, as you walk with God, you discover that there are different ways by which he would instruct you. He would instruct you. Perhaps through your quiet time, you're reading your Bible. He will speak to you through, through by, by reading your Bible. He can speak to you in church. In church. He could instruct you in church. As you've come to that, you are hearing the message, the preaching, he will speak to you directly and tell them, Look, stop this or do this. Look at First Corinthians chapter 12. First Corinthians chapter 12. It's good to become comfortable with the language and the languages of God. How, how He will come to you, how He will speak to you. It's not interesting to discover that He can speak to you uh, 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 through someone's hair on the train. Yeah, it's very interesting. To so speak to you, sitting there, you'll be staring at someone, and you say, Wow, this is how, this is how failure happens. You said the person's hair is failing. <laughs> the state of the person's hair makes the person unattractive, it's, it even gives an impression. Do you know that the way you wear your hair gives an impression? The way you wear your hair, the way you wear your beard. always telling people, people that will listen, I'm always telling them, take your beard off. Take your beard off. I'm always telling them, take your beard off. Take your beard off. I mean, those who will listen. I mean, but you also have to know you also have to know those who will listen and those who won't listen. If you give an instruction to someone who will listen, you make the person into a, a rebel and a disobedient person. So, if a person won't listen, it's better to not to say anything. There are some that will listen. Ooh. Anyway, now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I will not have you ignorant either. You know that you were Gentiles carried away unto these dumb idols, even as you were led. Wherefore, I give you to understand that no man speaking by the Spirit of God calleth Jesus accursed, and that no man can say that Jesus is the Lord but by the Holy Ghost. Now, there are diversities of gifts but the same spirit. And there are differences of administrations but the same Lord. And there are diversities of operations but it is the same God which worketh all in all. I'm just showing you different ways by which God can see. So so you you become accustomed to his voice. You have to know his voice. That this is him. This is God speaking. Then he says, verse 7. But the manifestation of the spirit. The manifestation of the Holy Spirit. the, The making visible. That is the... The presence, the presence, the, if you like, the tangible, tangible proof of the existence and operation of the Holy Spirit. That is the manifestation of the Spirit. The phanerosis, the Greek word used there is phanerosis, which means making visible. To see that the spirits around God is there, the making the manifestation of the spirit is given to every man to profit with all. Then he begins to give us the different ways by which we can see the manifestations of the spirit. Verse 8 for to one is given by the spirit the word of wisdom. So it's like when you see the word of wisdom, it's that like you have seen God in action. You have seen the Holy Spirit there, word of wisdom. Then to another, word of knowledge. Then he says, by the same spirit. By the same spirit. By the same spirit. It's still the spirit. It's still the spirit. It's still the spirit. Still the spirit. You remember from Proverbs, we have, seen, we have seen the spirit in action by looking at someone's hair on a train. By someone's garden. the spirit is there. Now, now we can see another one. It said the manifestation, but it's the same spirit. Word of wisdom. So you could you could be talking to someone casually, casually. Yes, 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 yes. I was speaking to I was speaking to um, I was speaking to Bishop. Suddenly he gave me a word of wisdom. As he was just talking on the phone, he said something. I said, "This is a word of wisdom, a word of wisdom." He he says, "I said, this is a word of wisdom." That is, that is, do you know wisdom? Wisdom is how to do something. How to. Sometimes sometimes you are there. You don't, you don't know how to solve a problem. You have a problem. You don't know how to solve it. You've been trying different things. It's like, how can this problem disappear? What you need is a word of wisdom. A word that will show you how to overcome that issue. So as he was talking, suddenly I gained on something that I have been thinking, thinking about, thinking about. How do I work around this thing? How do I solve this issue? How do I solve this problem? How do I get, how do I get over this mountain? As he was talking, I got a word of wisdom. All in a battle to stay in the perfect will of God. Because there are different ways of doing things before you realize you are handling something in the way that you shouldn't handle because you are because that's not what God will do and you have to be patiently waiting for what God will do how will God do it what will he do how will he go about it so he says that you see a word of wisdom and then you also get a word of knowledge both of them is the same spirit then he says in verse 9 to another faith Faith by the same spirit to another gifts of healing by the same spirit <laughs> to another working of miracles to another prophecy to another discerning of spirits to another kinds of tanks and to another the interpretation of tanks. But all these worketh that one and the self same spirit dividing to every man severally as he will so i just read this passage to show you that you know there are different ways by which god could be guiding you 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 have to be, you have, if you are interested in what god wants then you have to be interested in how will god speak to you how would god operate what will he say When will he say it? How will he say it? Because God could be speaking to you. You are just refusing to know what God is saying. Sometimes you are about to do something. Maybe your pastor tells you don't do it. Don't do it. Perhaps that's God's deliverance to you. Do you understand? Because that's God saying to you, that don't do it, don't. But because it's a man speaking, you feel... A man can't tell me what to do. I also agree with you. A man shouldn't tell you what to do. i will be the first person to vote for you. A man shouldn't tell you what to do. But read your Bible. You will see the scripture saying, believe in God and you be established. Then he says, believe in your prophets and you'll be established. How will the prophet speak to you? How is he going to speak to you? How would he, should he come, should he come to church in a t-shirt with prophets written in front of the, I am your prophet for the day? No, you have to know that, you have to know the manifestations. The manifestations. You have to know how he appears. How does God appear? How does God, I mean, how would God speak to you? What is God saying to you? You have to know the different ways by which God appears and announces his presence. Because so you have to know that you have to, you have to be a master of the manifestations of almighty God. How does he manifest? Wow. So you can tell, is that him? Is that him? Is that God coming? Is that God speaking? Is God saying something to me? You have to know it. Because if you don't, that is where you reduce, you reduce the instructions and the leadings of God to logic and reasoning. And sometimes if we conclude that it's an absurd thing, it's, it's like, what has been said? It's so absurd that it's like, oh, you, you, you rubbish God's instructions. Not man, but God. Because God will always work through a man. God will always work through a man. He will always come through. Wow. So. One of the ways that God will speak to you. That's there. That's our point for today. Finding the perfect will of God. You need to know that this is you remember you remember we, we, we mentioned first corinthians chapter fourteen verse ten you know that one isn't it what does that one say there are it may be so many kinds of voices in the world and none of them are yes first corinthians fourteen there are it may be so many kinds of voices in this world and none of them is, is without sick so there they are Different voices, different things that are pulling you. The voice of your age. Guys, we don't care too much about our age. It's the ladies who care about their age. So you see, at a point, at a point they stop praying and they stop, they stop waiting, they stop waiting for the perfect will of God. It's more more of the voice of their biological cock. So, you see, a, a brother who is not praying can get arrested by a sister who is being led by the voice of her body. And, are you listening to me? And he will be thinking... She's in love with me. She's mad about me. One brother, one, 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 not a brother. He wasn't a brother. He was, he was some guy. He said to me. He said to me. He said, Richard, she's she's all over me like a rash. It's like I've got measles. I've got measles. He said she's all over me like a rash. Huh. Are you there? But you see, the person that's all over you like a rash is because it's because she wants a wedding and a ring on her finger. Because you will see that after. After you have given in to the rash. Yes. And then now hoping that you are going to live a spotted life. is yes. see, after your chickenpox dries off, it leaves you a few spots. Yes. So after you've been affected by the rash, thinking that when you look in the mirror, you'll see some spots on your face. Not knowing this poxy effect on your life was not into spots. She had her own agenda. So by the time you start, she said, the person doesn't even understand marriage. even The concept of marriage, the person doesn't even understand it. She, she's not even thought about it. Ah, So marriage, you have to do this. No, no, no. All she'll be playing in the house is the DVD of her wedding. And fighting with the photographer of the day for more albums, yeah. but it's all because the person was there by accepting voice. Because there are many kinds of voices, and none none of these voices are insignificant. They're all very influential. All of them, all, all. You think you are strong, but they are stronger. You think you are leading the way, but she's leading the way. If only wives will speak the truth. And they do. Most of the time they speak the truth. But if only they will speak the truth. They will tell you, I saw you before you saw me. Yeah. They'll tell you. Even they'll speak the truth. They'll tell you that you, you think you came after me. I position myself so that you'll see me. So for anything that you do. You must be deeply steeped into the voice of God and into the Holy Spirit because other things and other factors can guide you and lead you. You must be someone who is strong, strong in God, strong in the voice of God, knowing what the perfect will of God is. Knowing what the will of God is. You have to be deeply steeped in it that look i you have to be a a god a god person knowing what god says and what god is don't say after someone will influence someone will throw a brilliant idea at you and you will say this is the perfect will of god this is god No, no, no 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 but it may not be that person is being led by another thing and another factor Totally different from what God wants for you. (laughs) Revelation chapter 3. Try verse 7. It says, "And, and to the church, and to the angel of the church in Philadelphia, write, these things saith he that is holy, he that is true, he that has the key of David, he that openeth and no man shutteth may you experience open 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 may you have open experiences Amen. and shutteth and no man openeth verse eight I know thy works. behold, I have set before thee an open door you shall experience an open door Amen. I said you will experience an open door. May you experience open doors in your life. Open doors. Open doors. Open doors. Let me read verse 7 again. See God. See God. See him. It says, these things saith he that is holy. He that is true. He that hath the key of David. Wow. He that Openeth. And no man shutteth. And shutteth. And no man openeth. This is God. He is into opening and shutting. Opening and shutting. He opens and nobody can shut. And he also shuts and nobody can open. This is God. So, so, So now... You, you have to be able to discern and learn how to walk with God through the concept of doors. Wow. Doors. Doors. Because He's into doors. He opens doors and He closes. And He closes doors and nobody can open. You, you, have, you have to now understand. You see, apart from the garden experience. And then the the manifestations of the spirit, the different ways. This is another way that God, when you're working with God, you have to know, this must be God. As long as you see an open door, this must be God. When you see a closed door, don't take your hammer and break the door down. (laughs) Then he says in verse 8, look at verse 8. He says that, behold, behold. I have set before thee an open door and no man can shut it. <laughs> an open door is before you and no man, no man can shut it. No man can shut it. No man can shut it. You see, you can cry and weep. If you are not prayerful and you don't know God and the door shuts, you can you can waste your time crying. But if if you've been praying for the will of God and the door shuts, you'll be like Jesus in the garden. You'll say, thy will be done. Thy will be done. Let me move on. Thy will be done. Thy will be done. This is spiritual, people. People who know God sometimes appear as though they are insensitive or as though they don't care. Or they don't know how to laugh, or they don't have feelings, or they don't appreciate some things. But rather, they know God. They are, they are, they are more fearful of God. That they want what God wants. That's how come they are able to move on fast. This door closes, see, the person is moving on. Because in your, you see, in working with God, in working with God, which perhaps this point may permit me to mention, you have to learn about seasons. You have to know, you have to know about time, times and timing. You have to know about time that you have to know about times that you have to know about timing, timing, you, you, you have to be a master of seasons and you have to accept the season has changed. The season is over. The season has come. You have to, this is, a, this is a season to do this. You have to know that there's a time for everything. And then there are times, there are times and seasons. Then there is timing. You have to get the timing right. Timing usually goes with patience. You have to wait. You, you, have, to be able to, you have to be able to accept delay without complaining. Because you are into the timing of God, the timing, the timing, time, timing is, is also, it's almost like a rhythm. You have to know the timing, the timing, your timing. You, you move, you move to synchronize with God's, God's signal that it is time. It is time to move. It, it's, as, it's as though you can see well, that's this. Then that you move till his hands come. His hand comes down. You don't move. You stay. people don't have timing with God they do have timing they are very impatient always in a hurry always in a hurry always conjuring and orchestrating their own lives and their own things they don't, they don't understand seasons seasons and times those are the ones you see breaking down closed doors they break it down they break it down and come and give a testimony Come and give it to the Lord. Meanwhile, if if you are spiritual, if you are because I keep saying if you are spiritual, because the Bible says that He that is spiritual judges all things, and He Himself is judge of no man. If you are spiritual, you can tell when someone has missed the timing, the timing. Because this one is in a hurry. It's a nice thing, but this is not the time to do it. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing, but this is not it. This. Is this is someone dancing against the, uh, the beat of music. So when you look at someone's like you, you say, no, this guy is going against the beat, against the rhythm. It's like the person is offbeat. I mean, insensit- insensitive to timing, timing, timing. Timing. And That's where they become more stubborn. They become very because they, they are ready to argue out everything. Look, I was telling you, I was telling you last week, you need the peace of God. When you have the peace of God, you don't argue, you don't try, you don't try to convince or prove anything. You just say, Okay, but when you you see when you start arguing, hiding, hiding. hiding. Hiding, you're, you're hiding a blessing. No. No. Nobody lights a candle and puts it under a bed. No. If it's a blessing, you put it on the table. So everyone who comes to the road say, your lamp is beautiful. Beautiful lamp. Beautiful lamp. Beautiful lamp. But when you miss the timing and you miss what God says, then you get into the defensive mode. The arguments that you're easily irritated as soon as it's brought up, you're you're irritated. No one is attacking you, but you start your sentences with defensive comments, answering questions you've not been asked, (laughs) answering questions you've not been asked. We just ask you, what's your name? Then you start talking. My parents are originally from here. I never ask where your parents are from. I just ask, what's your name? (laughs) Why are you uncomfortable about your name? Why are you giving me the history of your tribe? Before you mention your name. So you can see when people are and they know it, that, no, this one. I'm not sure whether it's God or it's not from God. I've created you. See, they're very defensive. A lot of talking. A lot of hard work. It's, it's hard work. Something that is meant to be enjoyed has become hard work. It has become Hard labor. Wow. Hard labor. Something you're supposed to enjoy has become hard labor. You shall enjoy life. So, doors and open doors. Number one, an open door is a God-given opportunity. In the midst of impossibilities. That's an open door. That's how you know it's an open door. You are surrounded by impossibilities. And then you get an opportunity. A possibility comes in the midst of impossibilities. That is an open door. show you samson can you see where you're standing give us a way so we know this is samson yes turn around turn, turn around with your back to us take a few steps back few steps back few steps back yes a couple of now you are, you are going to try going out move a few steps to your left yeah a few steps there. Yeah, try going out He can't. A few steps to your right. To your right. Keep going. Keep going. To your right. To your right. To your right. Yes. Now try going out. He can't. Are you watching him? Now come a bit to your left. Right in the middle. Dead in the middle. Now try going out. This is an open door. (laughs) This is an open door. So you try this way. It doesn't work. Try this way. It's like as though nothing is working. Then you try this and it's working. It's called an open door. It's called a chance. God has opened a door for you. God has opened a door for you. But if he really wants to go out and he doesn't know about open doors, by now, he will be holding a hammer, a chisel, breaking this wall i don't know which one he will break down the left or the right the break meanwhile just yes just a few steps to his right wow. is the door wow. but he's only used to going out this way so he's trying to
2: go out that way wow. Wow.
4: Yeah. that's why people fall into all kinds of complications in life it's a it's a lack of faith and trust in god Sometimes we feel God can help us. God can help us. We have to help ourselves. We have to do something by ourselves. It's, like, it's, as, though, it's as though if you follow God. It's like, it's like God is delaying. You are in a hurry. God is delaying. Wow. But remember time. Times and time in. Time in. Time in. Time in. You can't wait. A praying Christian Even the door that closes, you must thank God for it. Thank him that it is as good. Thank him for it. Thank him for it and move on. A praying Christian. Some of the prayers by the time you finish praying, that's what some people, you can tell some people, perhaps are not prayerful. By the time you finish praying, maybe the things you treasure most in your life will begin to crumble. But you have just finished praying. He just finished praying. Look. By the time Jesus finished praying for three hours in the garden of Gethsemane and he lifted up his head, what did he see? Men with clubs, sticks, with lights, we are looking for him. But yeah, yeah just finished praying. He has not finished fornicating. He has not finished robbing someone. He had finished praying. The sweat on his face was dropping like blood. He kept saying one thing. That will be done. That will be done. That will be done. But then he lifted up his eyes. Sticks. Stones. claps. People coming to attack him. Judas was being made money after three hours of praying. that will be done. Judas had just come. But that was a road to a name that is above every other name. A name that is above every other name. That at the mention, at the mention of his name. Today at the mention of his name. Nisbao. So it's not always after you finish praying that it will be done. Then it will be glorious. Sometimes it will be sticks and stones. Have faith in God. Have faith in God. I said, have faith in God Amen. and allow Him to guide you. Because there's something better, something better, something higher, something greater. Number two, an open door is a chance to escape or to achieve something for the Lord. Number three, an open door is an opening in the midst of impossible circumstances. Number four, an open door is a time-related breakthrough that gives you a needed option. It is a time-related, it's a time-related thing. Time-related, time-related breakthrough breakthrough that gives you a needed option. Three ways to recognize a door. Number one. Uh (laughs) That you want to recognize that this is a a door. You, 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 you you, You could have seen doors. You didn't think it was a door. That's why I gave you four definitions of the doors. Open the doors so you see it. So you have to be able to recognize a door. Recognize a door. To be able to recognize a door. One interesting thing is being able to recognize your luggage when you've traveled. Because <laughs> you see a lot of bags look like your bags. I am always looking at people who take people's bags and put it back. <laughs> I mean, I'm watching them, and I, I'll be, I'll be think, I'll be thinking about, I'll be thinking about myself and the blessings of God. That if God blesses me, I should know that this is God. This is God. No fear, if when you see your bag, even after you've attempted other bags, as soon as you see your bag, this is my bag. He says, like, this is my bag coming. I mean, it doesn't need to be a different color. It's the same black. But when you see yours, like, this is my bag. This is it. I'm always watching people. See, they take somebody's bag. They throw it back. Then I'll say, no, this person doesn't know the voice of God. He doesn't, he doesn't know the lovely voice of God. He doesn't know the lovely voice of God. That beautiful voice that speaks specifically to you. Specifically and particularly. The message that comes straight to you. Time you travel, you are standing by the uh, belt. Remember, allow God to speak to you. When I look at people, I say, Oh no, this guy doesn't know the voice of God. And I'll see another one. I say, Look at that lady, she doesn't know the voice of God. She so said, No, look at she's doing trial and error. Your life is full of trial and error. Because when your bag appears, I say, this is my bag coming. This is my bad coming. How sweet. The sound of the voice of the Lord is so sweet. It's that sweet it gives you a sweet feeling. It doesn't make you uncomfortable. You don't struggle. It's not, it's not it's not a struggling thing, it's not a struggling thing. It is sweet, it is sweet. But you become accustomed to the voice of God. Wow, it's a sweet experience. The sweet is so sweet. So sweet. It's sweeter than the people you've called sweetheart. <laughs> you think when you give accolades to people, then it makes it the perfect will. God is teaching you. Now, to recognize the door is to recognize an opportunity that comes in the midst of other unworkable options. 1 Corinthians 16, verse 8. But I will tarry out Ephesus until Pentecost. For a great door and effectual is open unto me. And there are many, you say adversaries, isn't it? I say adversaries. <laughs> so that you remember it, adversaries. There are many adversaries, but there are many adversaries. <laughs> yeah. He says that a great door and effectual is open unto him, but there are many adversaries. He's surrounded. In other words, in other words, I'm surrounded by closed doors and impossibilities. But this one seems to be working. This one seems to be working. This one seems to be working. It's amazing how sometimes we don't like the one that is working. And the one that will work. It's that we feel, we feel, you feel you're more of a man. When you go, when you go for the impossible thing, you feel you have achieved, you have achieved something great. But perhaps you are not You are not praying if you are praying I can tell if you are praying and you see impossibility you won't struggle with it you won't you won't, you won't force it to work you won't force it to work you say oh, this is God you say if, if it be the will of God if it's the will of God it's the will of God it's the will of God <laughs> I like it when you're quiet. It means you're thinking. Life shall be easy for you. God will make it easy. Whatever you were just thinking and pondering about, may God hand over to you a solution. I felt you were really thinking. May God give you a word of wisdom. Number two. Second way to recognize a door is to discern that it is an opportunity that is not always there. Most opportunities appear for a season. Especially those of you who are active in church or have something that you do in church. you you know that you, it, it won't be like that forever? Not that you will backslide, but usually you go higher. If you are faithful, he that is faithful in little will be faithful in much. So when you are faithful in the little, before you realize you've gone up, God will take you up. So when you have it, when you have it, give it your best. Give it your best. Give it your best. So you don't have to look back with regret. I wish I had done this. I wish I did this. No, no, no. Give it your best. Because like all doors, one characteristic of a door is that it opens and it closes. It opens and it closes. Does that door close by itself? It doesn't. It, you have to pull it back. It goes by itself. Uh-huh. Look at it. Again. Look at it again. Look at it. Push it open. Push it open. Yes. This, this is life. Before cl- it's closing gently. 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 Yeah. See? It's open. Now you can go out. You can go out as many times as you want if it remains open. So you will get some the, the thing seems to be working now. Seems to be working. Before you realize. It's not there anymore. Not because you have done something. But because God has blessed you. You've moved on to something else.
5: You say it's not there.
4: Yeah. It's like preaching. There are, some, there, there, are some, there are some countries you can't even have a church. You can't even have a church. You can't even have a church. Here you can have a church. And you can see that it's getting darker and darker. Yes, yes it is. I don't know how old you are. I don't know how old you are. But it's getting darker and darker. It's more restricted now than it was before. Yeah. Now even preaching, if standing to preach in the corner can be antisocial behavior. It's like being antisocial. That's why, whilst we can get the chance to preach, be part of it, Saturday you shouldn't be, sit at home with the frying eggs. We are, we are going to Leeds for an outreach. It's an outreach event. Outreach. It's an outreach. It's not, it's not an outreach. It's not an outreach for, for London Church to be filled. No. It's a Christian exercise. We are going to win souls. Because of you, somebody will be saved. So, to Saturday, Saturday. All roads we are all going to lead. Wow. Come with your flags and your umbrellas. Come with anything so that someone will ask you that Who are you, people? Yeah. Anybody who asks you who are, you are it's your chance to start witnessing. Wow. It's your chance to start witnessing. Don't just answer and say well, if, uh, First Class. No, it's your chance to witness that. Wow. The whole city of Leeds should be red and white on Saturday. Red and white. Right there. will be singing. We'll be dancing. And there will be preaching. Amen. It's an open door. You do it that I don't know. I don't know what is coming. The beginning of next year. I don't know what is coming. But it's an open door. At least all our outdoor preaching. Nobody has stopped us. Yeah. But one day it will be. You can't. When you can that is it. We move on. Wow. Move on. Wow. You have to know. You have to know. Doors open. They close. So you have to see. This is an opportunity. This is, un- this is my chance. Let me do what I have to do. Let me do what I have to do. Let me do what I can do. Let me do it. Let me do it. me give my best let me sing my best let me dance my best yeah, Dance my best let me preach my best I preach every, every time when I say I, I preach as though this is my last Sunday because I have to preach my best mm-hmm because i tell it's my last Sunday because not because something bad will happen to you but because maybe you won't come again <laughs> so that wherever you are you remember I, you said i remember that guy and that message he was talking about doors 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 so you remember you remember forever how to hear from god and how god is speaking to you you even be sitting on the the, the bus and you see someone's hair. And you say, hmm. This is my life when I don't pay attention to detail. This is my life. This is my life. This is it. This is it. This is my life when I don't pay attention to detail. This is my life. You'll be looking at someone's hair in front of you and say, this is my life. This is it. Number three. Number two was what? Discern. That's an opportunity that will not always be there, isn't it? Number three. To recognize a door is to realize that. To realize, realize that God engineered the opportunity and that it had nothing to do with your efforts. When you see the door, said, "No, this one is not from my efforts. God has blessed me. Then you should not. God, God has sent this thing to you. God has done it. God has. It is God who has done it. It is God who has done it." Acts chapter fourteen, verse twenty-seven. Acts 14, verse 27. And when they were come and had gathered the church together, they rehearsed all that God had done with them and how he had opened the door of faith unto the Gentiles. He said, door. He said, this one, we didn't do anything. It's God who has opened it. It's God. When she said that they didn't come from your efforts and your principles, in your steps, but yet a blessing has come to you. That thing is called a door from God. How were you chosen? How were you, sometimes we don't think deeply. Sometimes you ask something you have to ask: How were you chosen? How did you get to where you are? How were you selected? How did you have access to this? How come? How come you you have it? Your mom hasn't got it. Your siblings don't have it. You have it. Perhaps in your whole house, you're the only one who is in church. You have to ask yourself, how did you get saved? How did you get saved? How did you get saved? How come you are saved? Salvation is not genetically inherited. You have to, you have to ask yourself, how did, I, how did I get this? How? Because it's not a common thing in your house. It doesn't exist in your house. Your your home is not a church going home. Everybody is playing the fool around you. There you are. God fearing. God loving. God serving. Where did it come from? Where did it come from? It's called an open door of faith that God has given to you. God has given that thing to you. It's God who did it for you. It's God who did it for you. Instead of thinking, when are you going to backslide? Everybody in your house is so wayward. When are you also going to become? No, rather think. Think how God has blessed you. Think how God has honored you. Think how God, because it is the hand of God. It's the hand of God that's on your life. It's the hand of God. It's the hand of God. Don't, you see Don't take your Christian journey for a joke. Don't take it for a joke. You see, press, press on to go deeper with God. Deeper with God, deeper. To do more, be desirous to do more for God. That you will do, you will do more. Because what you're experiencing is an open door. It's called the grace of God. His grace has found you. His grace has found you. Grace has found you. You could have been anywhere Sunday morning. You could have been anywhere. You know the story. You could have been anywhere. Sunday morning, you are sitting in church. You are sitting in church. Relaxed in church. Happy in church. Sunday morning. Using your tongue to praise God. You see your tongue This same tongue to praise God You know what this tongue has done before You know where it's been What is tasted What is licked This same tongue and you don't want to thank God. You don't, you don't, you don't want to bless his name. That like you've got an open door. Huh. Anyway. Very quickly. There are some doors. That I want you to know about. In your work with. In your Christian work. There are some doors that you have to know about. Hmm. Hmm. Are you there? There's some doors I need to know about. Number one is a door of service. Recognize that it's a door, it's something called a door of service. You are doing something for God. he said. "No, It's a chance to do something. Do you know that? It's a chance. The chance you have, everybody hasn't got it. The chair you have, everybody is not sitting on that chair. Some people get the chance to do something for God and they rather become proud. Because they don't think in a certain way. They don't think in a certain way. You have to be able to think correctly. You have to think co- A correct thinking is that God doesn't need you. You need God. You need God. He doesn't need you. God doesn't need you. He doesn't need you at all. You have to change your upbringing and the programming that you have of pride, pride and naivety in extreme cases, foolishness. Just to sound polite. To think that you are needed by God. You are needed by God. What's your date of birth? Are you the inventor of Christianity? A door of service. Something called a door. Is it God? God. May it never happen to you. Amen. When you start drifting away from God, talking about His service, you drift, you drift into foolishness. You, you even look mad, you even look mental. Because you are being led and affected by evil spirits. Is it the Holy Spirit that will tell you don't serve God? Is it the Holy Spirit that will tell, will tell you that don't do this thing for God? Can it be the Holy Spirit? Can it be the Holy Spirit? Let's forget about wisdom. Let's just talk about common sense. The most most common type of thinking. Let's use that one. Let's use that one. Will the Holy Spirit ever appear to you and say you stop serving God? It must be an evil spirit do you need a dream do you need a dream to confirm that unless you're a fool
5: unless you're a fool I guess it.
4: i've stopped i've stopped preaching and doing what is it can it be the whole? i just said just oh, let's, let's use The way of thinking that occurs most frequently. That's common sense. Yes. Yes. The mood in terms of different types of thinking. Simple thinking, foolish thinking, common sense thinking, wise thinking. There's one that occurs most. That is common sense. It's the most common. It's the most common one that you have. The most common that you have. That's the one that you use when you are crossing the road. Scarcely will you see someone that will see a truck coming and will jump into it. No. No. Have you seen a mentally ill patient standing on a motorway saying, kill me before? No. It, It means that no matter how mentally ill somebody is, there's something left. There's something left the most common type of reason you have it is that you will find it everywhere anywhere no matter how depraved the person is there's still something there that says don't die it (laughs) serving God having something to do for God Greatest privileges you can ever have. Greatest privileges. If you don't have it yet, you, you, must, desire, you must desire to enter. Enter into, into that league of people who are busy for God. Who have something to do for God. Enter into that league. <laughs> Door of service when you enter the door of service, you gain two important qualifications. Number one, you gain, you graduate from being a novice because you gain experience. And then number two, you prove yourself so that you can be put into an office. First, you graduate from being a novice. A novice and inexperienced person. So serving God gives you experience. You gain experience that you otherwise wouldn't have. Look, being a pastor has taught me so much in life. So much. So much. I don't know, I don't know what my... my um, Education would have thought, it, I mean, it, can't, it can't give me. I don't know what I've learned from being a pastor. My degree cannot give it to me, it can't give it to me. University education never gave that to me. What I've learned as a pastor, things I have learned, especially human behavior. Wow. 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 It's taught me so many things. So many things. So many things. It's giving me knowledge in medicine. Giving me knowledge in law. Knowledge in engineering. It's like it's like broad. But before that, before that. I could only—I only knew how to integrate and differentiate. <laughs> but being a pastor, becoming a pastor, becoming a pastor if you see me, you'll be surprised at what I was reading a few nights ago. I was reading as though I have a medical exam. Yeah, because of pastoring. Because of pastor, I had to read. I had to read because I, I needed to understand. Even if it's a demon, to know the demon's name. Preaching. As I was reading, I was reading late into the night. I said to myself, look, I have to sleep so I can wake up and pray.
5: Late,
4: late I was reading. Because I needed to know. I said, I, I need to understand this problem. You think you think I have an exam to become a G.P. the following day. <laughs> but I have a better job. I'm a pastor. I have a better job. 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 I a better job. Yeah, I was sitting with my GP. on see the GP, as we were talking. I was with one of my children. We're discussing why we we're there, and my input in the discussion. The GP became intimidated. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I thought, it was so funny to me. It was so funny to me as he paused and he asked, "By any chance, are you a medical doctor?" I said, "Not at all. Not at all." <laughs> I said, "No, no, no, no." I said, "No, I'm not." Then he asked, he said, but, but you are trained in the medical world, isn't it? That question I didn't answer. Because I needed him to stay humble. So I just said... <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then I, asked, I asked my next question. I thought He was asking too many questions. We he, 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 he wanted to be bold and cautious. We asked asking too many questions. I, said, yeah. I said, so... <laughs> but I was contributing to the thing. I was telling him, if we do this, this will be that. This, I was, I had something to say. It's all from pastoring. It's pastoring. An association with the prophet. Yeah, the prophet is. The problem you walk with him a bit, you get medical lectures. You get lectures in medicine. It's medicine made simple. ha <laughs> ha. You graduate. Then you prove you, you prove you prove to yourself that you can move into an office, isn't it? Four levels in the line of uh, God's service. Level one is doing the work. Second, Second Timothy chapter four, verse five. It says that do the work of an evangelist. Are you understanding the door? I'm talking to you just about the door of service. Just one door that we're talking about so far. Door of service. He said, but watch thou in all things and your afflictions, then do the work of an evangelist. Going to Leeds to do outreach doesn't mean that we are evangelists. He says, do the work of an evangelist. Do the work of an evangelist. When you start doing the work, he says, that's, that's the line. This is about the level one, about the lowest level. You do the work of some of someone some that someone has as an office. Yeah. But you are just doing it. Just do it. You're just doing it. Just doing it. There's doing it. Being a shepherd doesn't mean that you are in the office of a pastor. You are doing the work of a of a, of a pastor. Or some of the or some of the singers. People in the choir. Do you think they are all soloists? No. Some of them shouldn't stand behind the microphone. They should be there, but should be far from the microphone? But they are doing, but they are doing the work of a psalmist. Or of a singer, yes, they are doing the work, but they should be—they should—they be, should, should sing. Or so someone said, "Worship leader," you said, "You said the worship leader is not is not yet in the office of a worship leader, but he's doing the work of a worship leader." So now, if you are the you, you have to aim and desire to graduate and go higher. Do the work. The, the second level. Second level. For everything that you have, there are levels. Level two is having a gift. The lowest levels, you're doing the work of it. You're just doing it. Maybe somebody assigned you that job. Number two is now you have a gift. When someone has the gift for something, it gets, it gets easier to do. It becomes easier to do. It becomes easier. Romans chapter 12, verse 6. Having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us. The gift. I it's using a gift. You say it's, it's easy and it's graceful. Graceful. You see the charismata at work. Yeah. It's graceful. Level three. Are you ready for level three? It's having a ministry. So when you are at the level of doing the work and then you start a ministry, if you're not careful, you'll be frustrated. Because you wonder why is it not working? It's not working because you've jumped ahead of yourself. It's of holding on, learning, but getting a gift, developing yourself in it. Do you, do you know my first my first job, if you call it jobs, my first job in the church when I got saved and I joined the church? The first job that I was given. Do you know what it was? It was an usher. My first job was ushering. But I was doing the work of an asha. Just job, I didn't last much. Because <laughs> I think I didn't like standing too much. I said, "Look, let me, let me change." Yeah. I think I felt it was too difficult for this to our Asha sisters. They're always complaining where they want to sit. <laughs> And talking back at you. So I moved and I joined the prayer ministry.
5: Yeah. joined
4: the prayer ministry. That was easy for me. That was easy. I prayed, I prayed. Till date, by the grace of God, it's easy. It's not difficult. Prayer is not difficult for me. It's not difficult at all. Pray. I can pray. (laughs) Jealous of what I've said. Yes. But you see, in all these stages and phases, pastoring had not even appeared. I didn't know about pastoring. I didn't know that I can pastor. That I'll be a pastor of a church. An overseer of churches. I had not seen that. I had not seen the ministry. A few years. Asha. Then. Prayer. Yes.
5: Prayer. Prayer.
4: In charge of a prayer ministry. I didn't even know that I was being trained into pastoring. Yeah. I was being trained into if I have a ministry that's like this, this is the main line. See, ministry means this is the main line of what you do. The main thing that I do now is pastoring. Wow. To pastor people, seek their well-being, give them direction, give them counseling, advise them what to do, do this, don't do this, go this way. Use your, use your staff to guide them move move, move this, way, this, way, this, way, this way a few stubborn ones go under the rod and you tell them well say hi to the lion no <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's true the lions out there. There are there the lions are there if you go out of the shepherd's guidance you'll be eaten yeah the lions out there you may think it's a joke but it's, I'm serious It's painful for the pastor when you tell him you were right. It's very painful. It's a painful experience. Very, very painful. When you tell him, don't do it, then you do it, then you come back. Say, pastor, you were right. Of course, he knows he was right. The pastor doesn't like to hear you were right. He doesn't, he doesn't like those words. He doesn't like those words to tell that he was right. He doesn't like those words. Number level four. It's time to close, isn't it? I didn't give you a verse for the ministry one. Second Timothy chapter four and verse five. Says what? Make full proof of thy ministry. Make full proof of thy ministry. (laughs) Then level four is occupying an office. Romans 11, verse 13. Office. Office is an office. It says, down there, I magnify my office. What's an office? It's an office. When you enter an office, what do you see? People working. Workers. 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 So, when someone is in an office, you see, because of his existence, others have jobs. Others have things. Others have things to do because of his calling. I have something to do in England here because of the prophet's office, because he has work to do. God has given him work to do worldwide. So, I, I've been given a chunk to manage. I'm like an area manager. Wow. Because someone is in his office. He's in his office. So there are people. So you just, you just don't start off and then you share jobs for people to do things for you. Because you we were called pastor yesterday. So as I said, you sit down there, you have, you have people going around to bring people for you too, for counseling. Wow. You can't roll your sleeves. You can't roll your sleeves and find people to interact yourself. You've, you sit on a the chair. you have secretaries that are skipping around you. No office is far because of you see, because of your calling and your existence. Others have jobs. That's an office. That's an office not when you are doing the work you are doing the work of uh, this, uh, you have people running around you you have to, you have to, you have to start you have to go out and roll your sleeves roll the sleeves get your hands dirty <laughs> I mean you can't, you've just gained admission into medical school first year then you've rented a place you say it's, you're a GP yes you say you're your first year. First year. First year. You say you're a GP. First year. You've rented a place. You are sitting there. You say when people, when they have flu, you come for flu jabs. First year. No. Though you may be a great medical doctor, your office now is the library. Go and sit there and study. And pass exams. Work your way up. Work your way up. One day when you are sitting in that place and people are coming, you say you are cool. I don't know where you've come from. You don't appoint yourself right from the word go. You've rented. You've rented a place, um, or you say you want a good place, or so you've come to Tower Hill Train Station next door to it. You've rented an expensive place. You say you are GP. People should come. No. You're understanding the door of service. The next type of door is the door of utterance. 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 Colossians 4 3. Atterance is an opportunity to preach or teach. Colossians 4 3. You see Colossians 4 3. It's there. And then finally. It's a door of faith. The door of faith is the opportunity for salvation to come to someone. Opportunity for salvation. To minister salvation. To preach salvation. And even for the person to, even to be receptive. The yeah. person to receive it. I mentioned to you earlier. Now it may be easy to preach to do some things. A time could come now we can't do it. You can't. Not that you don't want to, but you can't. That's why you have to believe in missions, because there are fields that are white. Yeah, there are fields there are fields that are white when you enter into those fields you say ah the harvest is ready here harvest is ready here harvest here the harvest is ready that place place the harvest is not ready it's as though the, the harvest is even being hardened more not to receive that place the harvest is ready that's if you're interested in ministry if you love God. You are really into soul winning. Not, not, not London souls. London is like I'm into London. I'm into London. It's like, it's like I love God. But at the back of your mind you love pounds. That's not missions. That's not loving souls. There are fields. That are white. Ready to feels you see how anointed you are you see that you're anointed you say, alas I'm anointed and called doors of faith that will show you that this is a door this is an open door may you see great doors in your life may you see blessed doors in your life blessed doors some of you were crying, you didn't get your first choice, uni. You're crying. No, 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 no. It's a closed door. It's okay. There's another door. Another door somewhere that God will bless you and prosper you. You think you are going for a degree, but God has more than a degree there for you. God will give you more than a degree in that place. More, More than a degree. It's a door that is open. You think your life has gone this way, that way. Your life... This is Some of the delays you experienced. The delays you experienced. You see, like... like um, what's her name? Elizabeth. John the Baptist, ma'am. She was first described as barren. She couldn't give birth. But when the time came and she took seed, that pregnancy was six months ahead... Of Mary. Jesus' birth. Jesus' mom. So that Mary can go and meet her. And the baby will leap in the womb. It's all in line with prophecies, prophecies. 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 Some of the things that seem to have been delayed in your life. Is because God knew that first love is now going to start. And then you will join first love. And then when you join first love, you will discover your calling, your ministry, the doors of service. And then you also, you, you also meet your husband and your wife. Instead of walking in waterless places, saying that I must do this, I must be here, I must, no, 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 no. Praying Christian, wipe your tears. Wipe your tears. God has greater plans for you. Amen. God has been waiting. I've been the, the, the baptism, Elizabeth. She was called barren. Have you seen someone called barren before? One of, the, one of the things that you don't wish you don't wish on a lady is that she can't have a child. Yeah. It's not that you don't you don't want to wish it on a lady. Yeah. It's all of the difficult seasons and difficult experiences that a child is not coming. There she was. The child wasn't coming. But I don't know it. I don't know it. God is just saying that. Wait. Wait, 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 wait. I am coming into the world. I want you. I need, I need your son to welcome me into the world. I need him. I need him. That's why he's not coming. He shouldn't come any earlier. He should wait. He should wait. He should wait. I need him to grow up with, grow up with his cousin. So he sees his son, his cousin coming and he stands up. He said, he said, he said, he said to the people by the Jordan. He said, behold, the lamb, the lamb that taketh away the sins of this world. Behold, that's not the same. That's the same. That's the same. But it's been a long journey. It's been a long journey. It's been a long journey of mommy trying. She's not getting pregnant. Mommy trying. She's not getting pregnant. Mommy trying. She's not getting pregnant. Don't know we got had a plan the delays of your life shall turn into great blessings. The things that appear to be delays shall be turned into your greatest blessings. The greatest blessings. The greatest blessings. It shall turn into the greatest honor of your life. The mistakes that you have made. You think you have made a mistake? You think you've made a mistake? It's going to turn into a promotion for you is going to turn into a blessed open door. A blessed open door. Amen. Believe it. Amen. Believe it. Amen. Believe in God. Believe in God. Believe that there is a God. Believe that there is a God that is at work in your life. Believe it. Don't just, don't just abandon yourself to common sense and reason. Believe that there is a God. There is a God yes. who is into open doors and closed doors. And he shall open the door for you. Amen. He shall open the door for you. Amen. He shall open the door for you. Amen. A depressed Christian, somebody who is perhaps is not pray- You haven't tried prayer. Pray. You shall try prayer from today. Amen. Try the will of God. Say, ah, God, let me. Say to yourself, let me pray. And say, Father, thy will be done. Thy will be done. When you open your eyes. Begin to look for open doors. Don't break down walls. Don't break down walls. Don't don't force things to work that are not working. Don't force it. Pray. When it's not working, go on your knees and pray. Because you see, to the left, you can't see. You see, we see darkly. We see darkly. We're like blind people. You see, dark, so you see, you move. You move. It's not open. It's not going this way. You, you can't see her. Oh, my ah. This is us. So us. Hey. 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 Oh, oh. You're trying everything. They're going lower. Oh, You've even forgotten this where you came from. Hey. Years are ticking. Years are ticking by. Times. Time. Timing. How far can you reach? But you see, all this while, God is constructing a door for you. That's your camera. when you see it, it's not like you are shocked. It's like, is this it? Can it be it? Can, can it? Is, is, is there a problem? That's the open door. May you see open doors in your life. I said, may you see open doors in your life. May you experience open doors. Just open doors. Don't break down walls. You see open doors when you see it, walk through it. Walk through it. Learn how to use it. Learn how to see the door is open and just walk, walk through it confidently. This is God. This must be God. This must be God. This is God. This is God's doing. This is how God has intended to bless you. This is how God has intended to bless you. This is how God has intended to bless you. You think God is going to bless you through your degree? It's not everybody whose their, their, their destiny and their future is linked to their degree. Preacher. What do I do with what I studied in university? What do I do with it? Apart from frightening you with some terminologies when I'm preaching. What do I do with it? I mean, what, what exactly what exactly all, all the things I studied all the things I sweated and suffered what do I do with it? what do I do with it? I just learned, I just learned maybe discipline, reasoning, thinking, I mean, no, it just, it it did have some effect, but but what do I do with it? It doesn't even contribute a dime to my life today, even a dime. Do you know dime? 10p. It It doesn't even contribute anything to my life. By the time I finish all those exams, everything like that, by the time I, by the time I finished it, it was an open door. It was an open door. There was a beloved telling me, there's a church here, let's go to the church. I entered the church. I entered the church and the pastor of the church, without even introducing myself to him, just takes an interest and a liking to me. Oh yes, he just liked me. He just liked me. That's it. That's it. That was it. That was it. That was it. Finish. Awesome. I go to church. I, I said go to church on Tuesdays. Every Tuesday, Bishop Saki would speak to me. He would he'll turn, he'll turn around and look at me. He would just wave. Then I wave back. Wow. He would just, just ask me, how are you? That was, that was it. That was it. After church, after church one day, Bishop calls me. He calls me. What does he ask? He said, he said would you like, would you like to work in the church office? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He didn't ask me, where's your certificate? Where is it? He just Would you like to work in the church office? I said, I would like to. I would like to. I would like to. I would like to. I was just getting a job in Barclays Bank by a lady called Mrs. Nelson. <laughs> yes. She was getting me a job. Mrs. Nelson. So introduce you introduced a lady called Mrs. Nelson. Years after, another lady came to the church. And I said, you look like a certain woman that I knew in Ghana called Mrs. Nelson. And the person I was speaking to has introduced herself to me. Her name was Jane Nelson. So I said, you look like a certain woman. I said, a, woman, a certain woman that I know. Can she be, is Mrs. Nelson your mother? It was even a foolish question. I said, is Mrs. Nelson your mother? Then she took a picture from her bag. She said, this is my mother. I said, your mother is Mrs. Nelson. She was so kind to me. So kind. She walked me through all the interviews and the tests and the levels to get a job in, in Barclays. Do you know Jane Nelson? That's Jane Nelson. Wow. That's her. That's Jane Nelson, this one. I didn't know her from Adam. That's it. That's Jane Nelson. That's it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> if you are to Mimi, will you also not look after her? I also have to look after her. I Also have to care for her. And be kind to her. So I also had a brother-in-law, and I said, uh, you know, marry her. <laughs> It's also provided for her. Yeah. I, would, I would have been like a bank manager by now. With a very big tummy drinking soup with all kinds of animals in it. But there was the call of God. There was, as my beloved are taking me to church. There, there, there. There was an open door. Okay. Open door, say, no, no, no. The door was like, no, 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 no. It's not back, please. No, 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 no. No, no, I have a better plan. I remember when I went to see her, mom, to tell her that, you know, I can't accept this job. I can't work here. I remember she asked me, so what are you going to do? What are you going to do? That's a and I answered. And she was quiet for a few seconds. Then she just said, if that's what you want to do, it's okay. If that's what you want to do it's fine if that's what you want to do here we are today the mysterious will of god mysterious i mean you you can't even imagine how god puts things together have faith in god haggai i beg you believe in god believe in god believe in him don't just don't just don't live in believe in god believe in him Search him. Look for every detail of your life. Look for God in it. He will show up. Don't be too stubborn. Don't be too stubborn. Don't be too stubborn trying to fix things for yourself. arrange things. Going against advice. Counsel. Don't be that child. Don't be that child. Reading with fear. Fear is a demon. With fears and insecurities. They are devils. Don't be led by devils relax in the arms of God relax he will guide you Amen. he will guide you Amen. he will guide you Amen. he will guide you, Amen. Will guide you. Amen. i can't i can't look the the time i went to university the person i met who is my wife now and then the church the church she took me to the, oh i went there for a degree But not knowing I was getting a job, my lifetime job, my lifetime job, my lifetime job, my lifetime job. job. That's what I was getting. I was getting my lifetime job, lifetime, 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 lifetime. That's what I was getting. Going for a degree, praying. Says, praying every day, praying all the time, all the time. Every dawn, we had a stadium. Every dawn, I was in that stadium, shouting my throat out. Before I go for a lecture, shouting. One of my colleagues said to me, they said, you are my alarm clock. I said, no, <laughs> no problem. He said, no problem. He said, every time I hear your voice, I know. He said, I know the time. He, he said, oh, I know, I know. It'd be, it be mighty that, mighty the pray. Yeah. If we don't, I, I'll be screaming, screaming my throat out. And I think I'm going to have my shower and go for lectures. Mm. No, no, I was praying for the will of God. For the will of God. God ordering the steps of people. Ordering the steps of different people. Different people coming into my life at different times. I mean, it's, it's, it's such a blessing to follow God. Mm. It's such a blessing to follow God. It's such a blessing to follow God. I could have married anybody. I could have met anybody. I could have met any creature in skirt. And this side of my life will never be known. Never. Never be known. I'll just be somewhere. I'll just be somewhere else. It will never be known. Also. You can't even imagine it. Can you imagine if you're out of the will of God? You can't imagine what it is like. Can't imagine. Can't imagine. But here I am. It's prayer. It is God. It's God. It say when, when you pray, thy will be done you activate. You turn on in your life. Proverbs 3 verses 5 and 6. That's the, that's the light that comes on. That's the light that comes on. The light that comes on is Proverbs 3, 5 and 6. When you start praying, that will be done. No, when you start organizing your life, hiding and organizing, doing hidden things, thinking that, thinking that you, are so, you are so smart and stubborn, you're healed from every stubbornness. It's a beautiful thing to serve God. It's a beautiful thing to choose God. It's a beautiful thing to choose him. To choose God. To choose God. to choose Just to choose God and just to follow him. Such a beautiful thing. Such a nice thing to choose him. To choose him. I've been blessed. I got my job. I got my job. The route was through university. It is somebody. This is it. Let's go to church. She said, let's go to church. Church.
5: Church. Yes. Yes.
4: In church. In church, the pastor just like me. Just like me. He's giving. He's giving me. Any opportunity I can think about. He has given it to me before. Try this. Do this. Let's go here. He has traveled with me to nations. 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 To see preaching. To see how preaching is done. Just go here. he said, come. Come. Let's do this. Different things. Different things. I can't bless them. You're you are in a hurry to go home. I can't even tell you all. I can't tell you the places he has taken me to. And he still takes me to. First, I listing the countries, the countries, you can't even imagine it, to expose me to the ministry. Yeah. There was, it's a great thing to follow God. Yeah. There was, there was Mrs. Nelson, don't forget that name, Mrs. Nelson. She just had corporate, corporate bank manager, Barclays Bank. On one of the top floors. Every time I go, every time I go to it, I have, I have a special side door. Then I sit, I stand in the left. Then he take me up there to Mrs. Nelson. Sweet, pleasant. She will entertain me, talk to me, very comforting, very nice. Thinking that she's helping some young man who has just finished university to get a job. But just was the will of God. It's the will of God that one day I also get a chance to look after her daughter. Yes. Which she she was 19 years. I've pasted her from when she was 19 years old. Wow. Yeah, wow. 19 yeah. years. Wow. But it's 19. 19, fe- first year university. Wow. So, okay, do this, be like this. Be like this, be this. Don't mind this boy. Mind. You think you're the only one that I've told don't mind before? That people have told don't mind, they, they listened to me. I said, don't mind. I said, no, 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 this one, don't mind. I, said, I am the pastor of the church. This one, don't mind him. <laughs> He's not straightforward. Because <laughs> I know the straightforward ones and the nonsense. I know them. That's, my heart bleeds when I tell you, don't do it, and you do it. My heart bleeds. Bleeds. Stand to your feet, let's pray, and go home. <laughs> By your life will be blessed Amen. Your life will prosper Amen. Your life will flourish Amen. No curse shall prevail in your life Amen. No defeat shall prevail in your life Amen. No disappointments shall prevail in your life Amen. The mighty hand of God shall turn your life around Amen. And you shall excel and you shall do well Amen. May you prosper Amen. May you do well May you excel Amen. May you excel May you excel. May you excel. Pray for yourself. Pray for a little while. We'll just have a little while to go. Just pray the Lord. Thy will be done. Pray thy will be done in my life, Lord. Your will be done. And speak out. Don't whisper. Speak. Pray. Pray like you're in church. You're not at the bus stop. You're not at the train station. You're in church. You're in church. Here we pray. It's prayer. It's a prayer place. It's a prayer place. Pray. Pray. Pray thy will be done. Pray that will be done. Pray that will be done. Pray that will be done. We don't have three hours, but we have three minutes. Three minutes. Pray, Lord, in my life. Let your will be done. 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 Will be done. Ignore what is happening. Ignore what is going on. Invite the will of God. Invite His will. In his own way. He knows. He knows how to fix you up. He knows how to tidy you up. He knows how to help you. Ask him. Ask him. Ask him. Ask him for his will to be done. Ask him for his will to be done. Ask him. Ask God for his will to be done. Ask him. Ask him. Ask him. him. Say Lord your will be done. Lord your will be done. Lord your will be done. Lord, your will be done in my life. In my life, in my life. Cry it out to him. Cry it out to him. Call him. Cry out to him. Your will of God. 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 Cry out to him. Cry out to him. Cry out to him. Your will be done your will be done, your will be done, your will be done, your will of God, oh my Lord and my God, pray, his will shall be done, His will shall be done. 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 Demons shall be driven away. Vultures shall be driven away. Evil spirits shall be driven away. His will shall be done. 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 Shadolabadiba Kabalabasiba Sibelia. Sibelia Sibelia domicosa Sibelia dostatasta Shonda labahata labrahata Oh shabalia Dabakamastaya Kamastaya Kamastaya Kamastaya. Kamadostabadistanda labradima Kapastaya Your will be done Your will be done In our lives Lord In our lives, Lord. In our lives, Lord. In every aspect of our lives. Every area of our lives, Lord. Your will. We invite Your will. Be enthroned in our lives. Be enthroned in our lives. Be enthroned in our lives. Rule in our lives. Reign in our lives.
5: Rule. Rule. Rule.
4: Rule and reign, O God. Let Your will be done, O God. Let Your will be done, O God let your will be done oh god thank you lord thank you lord begin to thank him just say thank you to god for today thank him thank him thank him thank god thank him thank him thank him thank him for a blessed time thank him thank him he's sending deliverance into your life he's sending blessings into your life thank god thank him thank him thank him Thank you for a beautiful day. Thank you for a blessed day. You shall see blessed doors. Blessed doors. Blessed doors opening for you. Thank God. Thank God for those blessings. Thank him 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 for those blessings. Thank him. For those blessings. Thank, him for those blessings. Thank him. 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 Thank You, Father. Thank You, Father. Father, we thank You. We thank You and we bless Your precious name, Lord. Thank You for Your will that shall be done, Lord. Thank You for Your perfect will, Lord. Father, we are in pursuit of Your perfect will. We cry out for Your perfect will. Deliver us from the imperfect will. Save us from the permissive will, Lord. Order our steps, Lord. Guide our paths, O oh God, that when we may find your perfect will, O oh God, your perfect will, O oh God, your perfect will, O oh God. Father, I pray for the ministry, Lord. Make us faithful at level one in doing the work, the work of the opportunities that we've been given. Help us to be faithful, Lord. Help us to be faithful. Help us to be faithful the day we discover the gift you've given to us, Lord. Help us to be faithful, Lord. Guide us into the ministry of God. And Father, bless us to enter into an office, Lord. Let your will be done. Let your will be done, Lord. Thank you for your blessing. Thank you for your blessing today. Now, while every eye is closed and every head is bowed this afternoon, this blessed afternoon, you are here today. Somebody invited you to church. Or you've been coming to church. Or going to church. Whatever you've been doing. But deep in your heart, deep in your heart, you feel your relationship with God is strained or maybe non-existent. You're not sure whether you're born again or saved. And today, you want to say that, Pastor, pray with me. Pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to start it all over again. I want to have a meaningful walk with God. I want to walk in the perfect will of God. I want to be saved. I want my sins to be forgiven. I want my sins to be washed away. I want the perfect will of God. I want salvation in my life today. Pastor, please pray with me. If you're here like that, while every eye is closed and every head is bowed, you want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. Very quickly, just lift up your right hand, wherever you are, and I'll pray with you, just your right hand. God bless you. Just your right hand. Pastor pray with me. I need Jesus in my life today. I need Jesus. If you are joining us. Just lift it up high. So I can see you. High. So I can see Yes pastor. Yes. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Pastor pray with me. I need Jesus. I need God. I need God in my life. I need him in my life. I can tell I need him. I need to be saved. I want to be saved. I want to walk with God. I want to walk with God. Just your right hand. And I'll pray with you. God bless you. God bless you. I can see all those hands. I can see all those hands. You can see all those signs. you want to join it? you can join i just want to pray with you it's just a prayer it's just a prayer nothing more no other ritual nothing just a prayer that god i'm giving myself to you today and i pray with you just your right hand and i'll pray with you god bless you god bless you if i have your hand lifted up i want to do one more thing i want to come to me right here in the front and i'll pray with you come come very quickly come
2: from wherever you are Come.
4: come come and stand in the front here come
2: Yes. stand by yes come 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 I'm
4: waiting for you maybe you didn't lift up your hand but you want to come you can still come you can come you
2: can come, you can come. You
4: can come. You can come today of
2: God I come yes I come Time, just as I am, Just as I am without one plea. Yes, sing it. But that thy blood was shed. was shed, it was shed for me. And that thou bidst me come. Jesus is calling you to come to him.
4: your heads with me, everybody in this place, close your eyes no movement, no walking, nothing we're about to pray close your eyes, those in front, say this prayer after me and the whole church please join us as we say this prayer, say heavenly father thank you for today thank you for Jesus Christ who died on Calvary's cross and rose up on the third day say Lord Jesus say it out loudly say Lord Jesus please come into my heart be the Lord of my life say heavenly Father please wash me with the blood of Jesus please forgive me of all my sins and of all my mistakes say from today shout it say from today I will serve you I will obey you I will follow you say I will no longer follow Satan I will no longer obey Satan I belong to Jesus I belong to Jesus I am born again I am saved I am a child of God I'll say thank you father for accepting me and making me a child of yours in Jesus name in Jesus name now look at me everybody lift up your finger like this everybody your finger like this and say Satan I bind you say Satan I cast you out of my life from today I belong to Jesus I am bought with the blood of Jesus I will never serve you again I will never obey you again I reject you I reject your plans I reject every contract I reject every covenant by the blood of Jesus In the name of Jesus I am born again And I am a child of God In Jesus name Shout it louder In Jesus name And you are loudest for the last time In Jesus name Amen God bless you I want you to receive these gifts It's a free gift advice is that read it till you can preach it. Read it. If you can't preach it, don't stop reading it. Read it till you can stand with somebody and tell the person, I want to explain to you how you can be a strong Christian. The book is called How You Can Become a Strong Christian. Stand I want to explain to you how you can become a strong Christian. That is when you will know you have read the book. When you can teach it. So God bless you. Read it till you can teach it. God bless you. Go back to your seats. Cut for
2: them. That one. Take, eat, this is my body.
4: The sound is very bad in the front. I need sound here. For you. I feel like I'm shouting. Everybody's shouting.
2: Drink, this is my blood. That was poured out for you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood Has eternal life For my flesh is meat indeed And my blood is drink indeed The cup of blessing which we bless Is the communion of the blood of Christ The bread which we break is the communion of the body of Christ? Oh, this is the meal, the holy meal of God. It will sustain you. It will heal you. It will bring you life. Where not see the blood? Oh. oh, oh. Broken for you, drink this is my blood poured out for you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life. For my flesh is meat indeed, and my blood is drink indeed. The cup of blessing which we bless. Is the communion of the blood of Christ. The bread which we break is the communion of the body of Christ. Oh, this is the meal, the holy meal of God. It will sustain you. It will heal you. It will bring you life when I see the blood.
4: today before we eat the Lord's body and drink his blood you know the Egyptians that were drowned in the sea as they were going after the Israelites on their escape I want you to make a prayer today every demon every host of devils pursuing your life shall be drowned today they shall be drowned today They shall be drowned today The scripture shall be fulfilled Practically in your life Which says that The Egyptians you see today You shall see them no more Every problem You are experiencing today Shall be drowned today It shall become Non-existent in your life You will never see it again After today's communion Every problem every sickness every disease every haunting and disturbance from devils and demons they shall be drowned today they shall be drowned today now in 30 seconds i want you to pray for yourself mentioning that problem that it drowns today it drowns today it drowns today it drowns today. That problem drowns today. That problem disappears today. That problem dies today. That problem withers out of your life today. It goes. It goes. It goes. It goes. It goes. It goes. Out of your life. 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 Out of your life, out of your life by the blood. By the blood. By the blood by the blood of Jesus by the power in the blood of Jesus it drowns it drowns it drowns anything that disturbs your peace it drowns today it drowns today anything that disturbs your conscience it drowns today it drowns today anything that makes you uncomfortable it drowns today it dies today it dies today it dies today it dies today, it dies today. It dies today. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Father, now I bless this bread and I bless these cups. It is your body, Lord. It is your blood, Lord. That we are about to eat and drink, Lord. Father, may our prayers be established. May our prayers come to pass. May our desires come to pass, O God. According to your word, Lord, the desires of the righteous shall not be cut off, Lord. Father, let that which we have prayed for in expectation, Lord, let it happen to us, Lord. Let devils be drowned. Let demons be drowned. Let curses be drowned. Let every evil assignment that is following your people, let it drown today, O God. Thank you for blessings. Blessings of peace. Blessings of health. Blessings of a sound mind, Lord. And a blessing of open doors, Lord. Let it be a portion. In Jesus' name. the body of Christ the body of Jesus Christ eat it the blood of Jesus the precious blood of Jesus the blood of Jesus Christ drink all of it every enemy is drowned in your life. Shout a big amen. Shout a big amen. In Jesus' name, I declare every opposition is drowned in your life. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, your enemies are drowned today in Jesus name take your seats you shall experience open doors I see you walking through fantastic doors you can't even imagine it you can't even imagine but it shall be you It will be you. You will experience it. Practically in your life. Practically. 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 Practically.